Hey there, and welcome back to the Bad Venture Club. This is episode three. We are a group of friends who play D&D and use that medium to tell a fun story set in a fantasy realm. The episode you're about to listen to does have less than optimal audio quality, which we understand can be a bad experience. We have improved, and from episode five on, you should have a much better listening experience. So if poor audio quality is something you don't vibe with, we have put the highlights of the first four episodes into episode zero so that you can be all caught up and begin listening at the better audio quality in episode five if you so choose. Please also note that this podcast is not extremely graphic in any way, but it might contain some themes and speech not really meant for anything of a halfling size or that of your human kids. We try to keep things pretty light and fun, but as with most fantasy roleplay, violence is present. As always, thanks for listening. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Cade Larson, and I am your quest master. Thanks for joining us here on episode three. If you have not listened to the other two episodes, what are you you doing? doing? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you here already? Do you also watch movies out of order? That's my question. You're insane. Did you watch The Return of the King before The Fellowship of the Ring? I mean, Star Wars starts with part four, so I understand the confusion. I guess that's fair. So turn this one off and wait until next week when episode four releases. <laughs> then, start there, start there. Wait, then at episodes, after episode six, go back to one. Yeah. And then skip the seven. Do four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. And then make sure to be really vocal about your opinion about how much one, two, and three suck. <laughs> Until you watch seven, eight, nine, and then you look then at them really with kinder eyes. Like, oh, okay, fine. Or judge us by how hot our voices sound and decide that the one, two, and three are the best because they have the most attractive voices. That's true. Yeah, Did that's we talk good. enough about Alec sand? Guinness is pretty hot, and I don't think he gets In enough credit. We haven't, we haven't really talked enough about sand. Yeah. So this is actually just going to be an episode all about and, sand. And trade routes. And trade routes. Uh, we're going to talk about the, <laughs> the Intergalactic Trade Federation. Anyways, right. I, I am the Quest Master, and every week... We get together and play a tabletop role-playing game where we tell a story together and roll some dice to determine what happens in the story. Sometimes mm-hmm. that doesn't work out for us. <laughs> if you don't know how D&D works, I don't know why you're listening at this no, point. No, still listen. No, yeah. still listen, but fun. like... Is that digits and dongles? Yeah. It's actually droids and... Uh, droid to cause? Droid to cause. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's our Star Wars role playing podcast. Yeah, you've been we tri- you were deceived. A, we should do one shot with the Star Wars art. Then just Anyways. <laughs> it's getting a little long. And that's where we'll end the podcast. <laughs> Join us next week where we discuss Attack of the Clones. For the riveting conclusion. Uh, now let's go around and introduce everyone at the table. Hi, I'm Sadie and I'm playing Esme. I'm Jordan and I'm playing Chris. I'm John and I play Cal. I'm Skylar and I'm Alistair. Perfect. So. The intro question I had for you guys today, what would your character say is their favorite physical feature about themselves? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you going to like cut something off? No. That's just a... I'm just know. saying like... Everyone's got one. Everyone's got one that they're like, I think this is my best feature. I just feel yeah. like I'm giving you too many ideas. No. This is completely innocent. Mm-hmm. Why are you smiling? Go ahead and start us off. Um, I would say my character... Hair. She has pink hair. It's in a mullet. She likes to express herself through her hair. Probably her best physical feature. She does have wonderful hair. Um, uh, Chris really 
he thinks he has nice hands. Nice hands? <laughs> like, people are like... From a race known for their feet. <laughs> he has nice hands. He strikes would, out on his own. Yeah, you would think that it's his feet, but no, he's actually... He, like, looks at his hands like, I think... I think these are pretty good, you know? <laughs> Chris is a hand model, is that what you're trying to say? He thinks, like, he could be. If he wants, and he's also like very dexterous, you know, because he's a thief, oh yeah, because so. he's a rogue. If like the Makes rogue sense. doesn't work out, he's going to be a hand model. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's got an offer from Cartier, but he's unsure if he wants to take it. Fantasy Cartier, Fartier. <laughs> yeah, Fartier did send Chris a crow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. Or a raven. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Uh, for Cal, it's his tail. No okay. reason why. <laughs> nope. Move on. End of sentence. <laughs> not too I will long. Not elaborate. Not too long. Not too short. <laughs> just, just the right. just the right tail. Alistair's favorite feature is the markings on his body because they come from his descendant line from the Jinn, and he's very proud of that. Wow, Cade, what's your favorite feature about yourself? Um, I like my eyes. You I have too. beautiful blue eyes. Thanks. Well. Yeah, they're they're for you listening at home. They're whatever your favorite color of eyes are. <laughs> it's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful pools of mud. Beautiful pools of whatever your favorite color of eyes are. <laughs> and that's how you know you're getting a tailored experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to customize this to each listener's own experience. We're really pandering to you guys. So, <laughs> so please listen. <laughs> please, please don't give up on us. Please. Yet. Despite Jordan telling you to get out of here. <laughs> he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. It was, he was just a joke. You're he, not weird at all. <laughs> you both said You're, ju- you're beautiful you just the way you are. You can start this podcast whenever you want. <laughs> it's not weird. You can skip to the middle of this episode and go from there. Yeah, you could listen to it backwards. I don't care. <laughs> probably should skip this intro. Okay, we should probably start. Yeah. So where we left off, you guys had just had a small altercation in the bushes with bog <laughs> as <cloth>. you do <laughs> as one does <laughs> you had a small altercation with a lizard prince named bog claw is that short for anything bogdarius clawfoot <laughs> i knew it yes. Bog- bogdarius yeah okay it's a family name you have a problem with that i don't i okay. love that i like him more now yeah perfect okay so you all are in kind of the the bushes tree line of the marsh on the banks of this small lake next to a settlement of lizard folk do we know the name of the settlement you have not asked can i ask lizard town <laughs> bog claw says yeah this is the muck marsh settlement oh, I would this is where the muck marsh tribe lives muck marsh. muck marsh down by the banks of the muck marsh <laughs> where the so lizard good. folk jump from Boat to boat full of captives. <laughs> my favorite song. So, yeah. Go ahead and RPG, my guys. <laughs> the best way to start it out. <laughs> so, the, fir- the first thing I'm going to... kid The first thing I'd like to do is I'm assuming we... I mean, we're jumping right into it. We haven't had time for a rest or anything. So, I'm assuming... I, oh, I would like to uh, use one of my potions of healing. Okay. To recover some hit points. And Bogclaw says... Yeah, sorry about that. I just got a little uh, spooked. We all get a little excited in the heat of the moment now, don't we? 
Okay, so that's uh, two and three, which is five plus two, so that's, I'm going to heal myself for seven. Perfect. I don't think any of us, any of the rest of us are, are hurt at all. He might be, he's a little hurt because um, Esme bonked him on the head. And he got, he got cold a little bit too with the Ray Frost. And he got a little cold. So are you, you going to give him a potion of healing? No. Okay. How, how, how's he looking? He's fine. Okay. Then no. <laughs> I'm impressed. Does he know? Does he know what? That uh, you're impressed? Yeah, can he tell that I'm impressed? He he can feel your admiring gla- admiring glaze looking at him. Yeah. Your gaze. I'm glazing him with my eyes. <laughs> Fantasy Krispy Kreme all over the Alright guys, so the plan is that Bogclaw here is gonna take us captive, and I do air quotes, and then we're gonna be presented in front of this creature whatever and for the competition and hope that we do the best is there anything that we need to do to like like make sure that we're the best you know should we give him our weapons to make it look like we're not armed i don't know what do you bogclaw do you think we should give you our weapons (laughs) and he says well i I'm unsure because I don't want to win the contest and then still have this creature ruling over me. So although I would like to be the Lizard King to reign in my father's stead, I would prefer killing this creature. Why don't we try this tack? And I pull out of my Explorer's pack, I believe I have like 50 feet of rope. I say, what if we were to tie ourselves with this rope in such a way that it appeared we had been restrained, but we actually have not a chain? What? Like tie it, make it look like we're tied into a chain. If we must do. Oh, what I meant yeah. by giving him our weapons is to make it so that they would trust him that he didn't. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get four you. Four people got bested by one man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure, I'm down. As long as I get it back. I, I don't have any, like, if you guys are saying that you're going to help me defeat this creature, then. I just think it would look a little odd with four armed people to walk in and somehow be tied down. Yeah, let's I do agree. like a. My, my quarter step is collapsible, so it can be. Ooh, oh, you're like perfect. Fucking gambit. That's so sick. I don't necessarily need my sword. I mean, but... I can punch good. I need my stuff to do things, um, <laughs> but I think we could just like have a signal where uh, Bogclaw will like throw it to us like once it's time to get into the, sh- the like when R two D two launched out the lightsaber in episode two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just gonna take my short sword off and put it around him like where I would have it. That way, I can just. Grab and, it. and he says, uh, "I think we should go." find like a raft or something to get over to the island. Say that. We have one. We totally have a raft. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to <laughs> us showing him our raft. This is, wow, this is a pretty nice raft. Yeah, right? Wait, <laughs> where's Teru been? Is Teru? Teru's been with you the whole time. Yeah. He's just been Teru, why are you so observing? quiet over there? He says, well, I'm just, you know, I just like, I don't really have much to contribute at this point. Well, now we need a raft yeah, I'm a well, but I I feel like it might look mighty odd if yeah I'm piloting the raft, True. right? 
you should absolutely be captured with us. Uh, or, and hear me out, <laughs> do I stay here where no one is? Just I'm just spitballing. That's uh-huh. not a bad idea. You can hide. Because I don't know that I can contribute much. Okay. I give Taru my spyglass. I say, Taru, we need you to be our lookout. And if things look like they're going south, you run and get help. And run and go tell um, Officer Clarkson. Oh, yeah. No, I can do that. That sounds like a great plan. Cool. I'm good at running. Use the Haybird call on Officer Clarkson. I don't think he could hear a Haybird from this far away. There. I don't know. It's pretty loud. It is pretty loud. And I do a mighty convincing one. But yeah. I'm worried that like I wouldn't quite get there because of like we're in the we're in the marsh, you know, like we're in the swamp. Okay. So we're a good distance away. Yeah, you just the city was there. You just yeah. run. I feel like it's a bad omen that Cade wants us to not take Taru with us. No, I'll come if y'all want me to, but like I me one, I am like I'm just like a farm boy. I'll go ahead and say it. He's a liability. Let's leave him here. I mean, I wasn't gonna say that about myself <laughs> because like if you can't love yourself That's you know yes, that's step true. one, of course. So, I like, I just figure, I know my strengths and weaknesses, and, like, <laughs> my weakness is not in fighting off a scary witch creature. Okay, you well, then. Plenty. Thank you. So I, I, so, I kneel down, and I look Taru in the eyes. I say, Taru, in case we don't make it out of this, I want you to know, go Cavaliers. And he uh, does a, a peak, a mountain peak symbol above his head and says, power to the peak, brother. <laughs> Is that a, th- a thing? What Maybe. is that? <laughs> <laughs> this is just a saying we had down at Ash's Gate High. Oh, power power like, to the peak, you know, like we're we're strong as mountains. But you're cavaliers. No I wouldn't I wouldn't look into it too okay. much. Let, let's I, let's sally forth, shall we? I take my sword back from Taru. Or no, Taru tries to give it back to me. I'm like, you know what, Taru? You keep that. <laughs> he says all right, and he just kind of like sets it on the ground next to him. You know what? Never mind. Give it that back. Give that back. To He's me. not going to use it. Just stay out of sight. Okay. Uh, so I'll have one of you roll a let's let's do either sleight of hand or survival to see how well you can tie I'm yourselves not, up. Really I'm real good at sleight of hand, you guys. I do have plus seven. That's a lot of pluses. And uh, Bogclaw has you kind of like make a small pile of weapons at the front of the raft so it at least looks like the, he took some of your weapons away. Yeah. And okay. then, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll sleight of hand to see how good your fake tie is. Yeah, they're just fake. It's for pretend. I got 12 plus 7, 19. Okay. Oh. So it looks great. It looks like you're all tied up, but it's, Boy Scouts. it's easy enough for you, you to slip for, out. Uh, gnome scouts? <clears throat> Not Gnome Scouts. It was a halfling scouts, but um, there was one gnome in my in my troop. <laughs> so Bogclaw pushes the raft off the banks of the river and starts floating down towards the lake. Uh, and as you guys are floating out into the lake, you can see this gigantic tree in the middle of this island. And the island appears to have kind of like three separate encampments. And as you're <gasps> Ooh, um, map. Kate is passing okay. around some printouts, so it's getting pretty serious. There's so many. I only have three. 
Sorry. That's okay. Stephen, I can share. So, as you're approaching the island, Bog Claw kind of explains. So that tree in the middle, that's kind of our uh, like a holy site for us. It's it's kind of a convergence of where the tribes established our peace deals and uh, things like that. But since this creature has come, it's the site she's decided to use as the site of this contest. So as far as I know, each tribe has set up a camp on one of the sides of the island. You know what this uh, island kind of looks like? <laughs> what? A fidget Nothing. spinner? Yep. It does look like a fidget, <laughs> fidget spinner. spinner. <laughs> Anyways, so he's explaining this to you as you're drifting, and he says, I, since I belong to the Muckmarsh tribe, that's where I will be taking you. Was your dad the king of the Muckmarsh? No, yes. Like, or everybody? Yes. Okay. So he came from Muckmarsh, but he was also the... Over everybody. So the, the, the Muckmarsh tribe, we were basically the tribe in charge uh, of the other tribes, and it was kind of always a tenuous relationship, but... Ultimately, the Muckmarsh were in charge. Was there any? What are the other two tribes called? The Rootwater and Dusk Dusk tribes. Dusk Dusk tribes. That's my favorite character. They from probably Disney went. Cinderella. <laughs> dusk Dusk. Uh, dusk Dusk. <laughs> As you're saying that, he, uh, you're getting close to the island, and the drums are just like insanely loud at this point. And you can see surrounding the tree, there's kind of three stages on different sides of the trees surrounded by torches and there are lizards playing you know different drum beats depending on where they're at which part of the island they're on and bog claw explains that the drum beats are used to communicate different things to the scouting parties that are out searching for tributes so what is it communicating right now uh, right now, it's communicating kind of like an all, everyone come back because the contest is about to end. Okay. And so as soon as he finishes telling you about that, you make landfall and two other lizard folk rush down to the banks of the river and <clears throat> begin talking to Bogclaw in Draconic. So at this point, I guess I want to ask, Cal, are you going to continue translating? Yes. Okay. I mean, is there another option? They don't speak common, do they? So no. They wouldn't know what he's telling us. They just may get suspicious or something. If- I mean, I think, I, so I guess that's the thing, right? I, I think knowing that, I think I might, if it's, if it's something about, how about I say this? So I, I look to the group and I say, I, I think they'll start to be suspicious if I'm whispering in a foreign tongue back to the rest of y'all. Suffice to say, um, if, if it's about to break bad, uh, I'll I'll give you a, a warning. And what's your warning going to be? Uh, I'm going to yell in common that it's about to go down. Sounds good. Uh, how about this? I'll do nice. the hay bird. Comprehensive. Yeah, do that one. I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. I'll do the hay bird in common if uh, if things are going south. Do you trust me? With my life. Very well. I look so seriously. Can we do another predator handshake? (laughs) With our ties? You're docked. Like, you're docked. So, are you going to do it in view of all of the other? Like, Like, it's really, it's it's a, it's a a small but powerful gesture. Innocuous enough? Yeah. 
Okay, so Bogclaw begins speaking in Draconic to these other lizard folk, and they kind of have a little bit of a heated discussion going on. So, Cal, you will be able to understand what they're saying. The rest of you, I'm obviously going to speak in English, and you'll know what I'm saying. But for the sake of role-playing, remember you don't know what they're saying. I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. Ooh. Okay. Do you want to explain what that does? Because I don't know. It, it <laughs> for the listeners. It increases my AC to 13 plus my dex modifier. Perfect. Part of it. Awesome. How long does it last? Eight hours. Wow. That's pretty good. Is that a first level spell? Uh-huh. Cool. I'm just trying to keep track so that yeah. I know how many first level spells you have left. And Chris then is, I Chris cast just like, Wish. <laughs> Chris is just flexing really hard to like. <laughs> but nothing is noticeably different. There's not even like a gentle breeze that's sort of. Oh, there's, it's like a blue, like a pale blue glow that just kind of like, it's like an aura. Oh. And then it just kind of like, just back myself. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's cool. Stunning. Stunning. Uh, <laughs> so Cal, you hear the lizard folk and Bogclaw talking about the one of the lizard folk says Bogclaw you've you've returned and he says yes I figured it was better to be a part of the tribe than to live in exile so I captured this party as they were coming to investigate the goings on and decided to bring them to help the Muckmarsh win this battle and be, be on top again and they seemed to buy his story and so the two lizard folk come and guide all four of you back up towards the encampment and you can see a couple of like tents and stuff like that and you get a better view of the giant stages that are set up with the drums beating and the torches around you see next to the drum stage on this muckmarsh campsite that there is a skull on a pike Good sign. And uh, that's where Warp Tour is going to play. <laughs> as that comes into view, Bogclaw, uh, you can see his visage kind of falls a little bit. <gasps> oh no, is that his dad? He gets, he gets a little bit sad. And they lead you towards these cages. And you can see on one side of the cage, there's a bunch of livestock. There's like cows and pigs and all kinds of stuff. This guy that recognized the cow that he talked to. <laughs> <laughs> and there's and there's there's a giant brown cow that looks knowingly into Alistair's eyes. Hey, the cow didn't see me. <laughs> but it knows. But it knows. <clears throat> it's you had a mind connection. <laughs> and uh, fat cow. they take you to the other side from the livestock which is full of about six humans. And they open the gate to the cage and push you all in. Wait, what are where are our weapons again? They're on the boat. On the boat. <laughs> my short sword is on Bogclaw. And my quarter staff is like in my hands. So it's just you and me. <laughs> Gosh, we have to... So they push you into the cage How and shut the, the door. Is the boat away from where we're at? Uh maybe like fifteen feet. It's down the shoreline. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. We can we can sprint for it. Yeah, that's half a half a movement. So they, they push you in. Shut the door behind you, and as they walk away, Bogclaw uh, says to them, I'm going to go inspect what we have so far and make sure we're in good standing. And so he sneaks over to the cage and dismisses the guards that are standing by the cage so that he can freely speak to the four of you. 
So is anyone tracking us besides Bogfog? None of the lizard folk are within earshot. Okay, in that case, I summarize what's happened for the party. Okay. Bogfog, would you be so kind as to leave the gate unlocked for us? And he says, I, I, uh, I'll see what I can do. I'll see if I can manage to get the key. Also, I'd like to, I'd like to pay my respects to the, the memory of your father. I am terribly sorry for your loss. Uh, thanks. And he turns and looks longingly at the skull on the pike. He cries a little bit. <laughs> a single tear. <laughs> can I talk to some of the people that are here with us? Sure. Like, hey, guys, we're here to get you out of here. And they all kind of seem really excited to hear that. And they but, say, but you, are you guys talking to the be lizards? Cool. Be cool. <laughs> hey. I just gestured to the one standing outside. This one is, is with us. Oh, uh, he's a lot bigger and scarier than the rest of them. Yeah, so that's probably a good one to have on our side. Do any of you guys know how to fight? You might say he's a higher level than maybe the rest of us are. <laughs> maybe. If you believe in that sort of thing. If you believe in levels. Do any of you guys know how to fight? And they all kind of look around and they're like, no, we're, I mean, we're farm folk for the most part. got a bunch of Tarus in here, you guys. I I turn on my say, are you you willing to fight for your freedom? You hear uh, the voice of a man say, y'all know Taru? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we know Taru. Do you you know Taru? Oh, yeah. Are the Renans here? That's me. You're Mr. Renan? Yes. Okay. Heard a lot about you. Hey, did you know you had a magic well on your farm? <laughs> uh, no, the deed never said nothing about no magic well. Priorities, well, priorities. Let me tell you, if you throw a copper in there, you just wish real hard with all your heart, and maybe it will come true. <laughs> there that, also is two coppers at the bottom of the well. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I mean, I won't be mad if those come up next time I pull water up. You but can't take them out or else you'll have bad luck and my wish won't come true. <laughs> Well, uh, I guess you can, take, you can take one of them, but don't take the one that was wished on. Because one of them, I how am I supposed to know which one's got a wish on it? You might better just leave both of them then. I this, guess this is beyond the point. Renans and I'm people like looking really nervous. <laughs> like, please don't spoil my wish. Renans and peoples of Ash's Gate, you might not be fighters, but you may very well have to fight for your life. Are you willing to do so if necessary? I mean, yeah, if we got stuff, like uh, maybe. Okay, that's more than we got out of Taru. <laughs> so, oh, Taru's a chicken shit. <laughs> I believe. Hey, that's my friend be, you're talking about. I believe he'd be called a haybird shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think chicken. We don't know if the, we I'm still don't know if there's parts, giant chickens. I've only heard of haybirds. <laughs> oh yeah, no haybird. No, there's yeah, chickens. you're right. There's chickens. I think there's. They had a coop, right? Yeah, we got chickens on the farm. Chickens. We got chickens on the farm. Uh, Ask your friend how we're going to get these keys, huh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) We were just getting lost in the weeds. All right, so I I turn back to Bogclaw, and I say, Bogclaw, again, enlighten me. How are we going to get these keys and open up these cages? I'm going to see if I can go convince one of the guards to just let me guard the gate, maybe? Precisely. Okay. And so he walks off to go talk to one of the guards that was standing post next to the cage. Is there anything we want to do in the cage while we're waiting? Can I just test it and see if it is like locked? Kind of jiggle it a little. Like, yeah, it's it's locked to the point that like unless you actively tried to like break it down, 
It's not going to give. Can our little friend Chris fit through? Like, can he easily sneak out? Or is he no. Woven enough that it's like I'm yeah. It's like a cage. Yeah. Two, we, anyway, we'll cross that bridge. Uh, so is there anything you want to do while Bogclaw tries to get the key? Do any of us know Mage Hand? I don't know if this is metagamey. It is metagaming a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> well, it, I, I mentioned earlier. Oh, I don't think that diehard rule followers are going to be super enthused with our play that. style anyway. I could say... Yeah, just, it's usually not the vibe know, of... Offhandedly, man, I wish like we could... Our weapons weren't so far away, you know? Are you suggesting that she float her hand over in broad daylight and start lifting stuff? In broad nighttime. Oh, right. Yeah, there's like torches and stuff around. I mean, I look at Chris I don't know. Or we and could I just... say, Chris, listen, I do have the ability, but to keep our covers unlocked, I'm going to hold off unless battle breaks. Okay, so Bogclaw comes back and he says, uh, bad news, guys. I, I, uh, as we say here in the swamps, rolled a one, and they wouldn't give me the keys. <laughs> You're so big and like an authority figure. I know, but that's where they said, I, I said, hey, let me guard the cage. And they said, no, you're like, you're our leader. So when Haga returns, you need to like be the, be one, the one to... Fair enough. Be our representative for the contest. Is there anyone that like you trust to be on your side with this? I mean, I think I think my tribe will follow me if uh, our odds look good. In the sense of like, if it if it looks like we are going to be able to overpower her, but until that point, they won't join in. So the lizard seem to follow strength alone. Well, unless we can, we're 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 problem. a very much a strength based economy. Okay. Well, then I guess we're just going to be in here, then locked in this cage. All right. See you later. And he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a couple of hours pass. Do, do you guys want to have any other conversations with anyone, like in the cage or anything? Can we see where the key is? Like who has the key? Yeah. So there's a couple of guards standing around the cages and there's like a key ring on one of those guards does it look like it's it's like attached to his belt does it look like it's gettable in any type of sleight of hand way like if they were close enough that you could reach your hand through the bars maybe um can i get into a fake just grab the effigy and i'm gonna cast light and make it glow Ooh. and get his attention like look at this look at this and so the lizard comes I elbow, over. I him to... Excuse me, sir. Can we, <laughs> can we please get your attention over here? I believe we have a, a glowing Bratz doll. It might be a Yasmin, a Chloe, or a Sasha. I'm not quite sure. Did you sure. just Google Bratz dolls? <laughs> the if you world may to the never audio, know. Though, I said Chloe earlier. I just Did you? On the record, I know my Bratz dolls. I do not. Is there a Gina? Don't I think you I ever Gina. try to step to Sadie in the in the arena of Bratz doll? Knowledge. And this is uh, definitely a Yasmin that's glowing <laughs> as Alistair is shoving his hand through like the cage. Uh, and the two lizard guards get pretty excited about this and kind of like rush over, hissing at each other and at the other dra- uh, lizard folk around them. So pretty soon, a lot of lizard folk are kind of headed towards the cage. A lot of them? 
Yes. Like how many? We'll say 10. That's a lot. <laughs> I, mean, I said a lot of them. Asked Why? and answered. Shoot, okay. Because if if you had made a doll of a, a creature that was trying to enslave your race and if, it started glowing. If you had a glowing Yasmin right now, would <laughs> you mean, not we tell all your friends? We were just trying to look at those two, but anyway, fine. So there's kind of like a congregated group and they're all kind of like hissing at each other uh, excitedly uh, as pointing at the Bratz doll. And Cal, you can interpret what they're saying as... Uh, does that mean she's coming? They're saying things like along those lines, thinking it's a sign that okay. this creature is about to appear. So in, now that they're close. In common, I whisper, I say, Chris, this might be your one and only opportunity. They seem distracted and yeah. excited. Yeah, I know. Okay, I know. And I'm going to do a sleight of hand check and try to steal the okay. keys. Oh, let's see what happens. I have a plus seven to sleight of hand. So <laughs> you have inspiration. And I have inspiration. So this is what you're going to use your inspiration on? Does that give me advantage, you said? Yes. I feel like it's good enough, but, or it's a good thing to use it on. Yeah, I think this is important enough that we Coin need these keys. Fail. Okay. First, though, yeah? Before I decide? Before he uses it no. Decision? I'm going to make you decide now. Yeah, I'll decide now. You're going to use it? Yeah, so okay. I'll have advantage. And Alistair, you can take a point of inspiration for glowing the brat stall. Let's go. <laughs> For making a glowing Yasmin. Oh, I'm glad that I got ins- used my inspiration because that's a two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> e. It's a 15 plus seven. Let's okay. freaking go. So oh, with that nice. 22 total, you managed to unloop the keys and slip them off the guard and back into the cage before anyone notices. I do it like a, like a magician. <laughs> like I, <laughs> David Blaine street oh. magic? Or like yeah. A, yeah, I feel like you missed it. I freaking mind freak. <laughs> Everyone that was watching. Mind freaking. Mind freaking. I was like, where did they go? <laughs> the Renans are like, whoa, whoa. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, wait, so the people in the cage? Yeah. Okay. All the people in the I cage are freaking out. I'm going to cast Gust, which will make a little breeze just kind of like sway the trees in the area. Just in our immediate. To like disguise the sound and stuff? Yeah, well, just to make it more of the appearance. Oh, oh, gotcha. It's doing more stuff. That Yasmin is actually... Doing something. Yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to drop it outside the gate and let them fight over it. Because it lasts for an hour, the light. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Eventually they're going to get bored so and put it under a blanket. The, the lizard folks start hissing loudly at the, the lizards playing the drums, telling them to beat faster. And so you hear the tempo of the drums begin to get faster and faster and faster until it's basically just a cacophony of drums. And then... All of the sudden, Got the they stop, and you see an eerie glow coming across the lake. Does it look like the the Yasmin? <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like so Yasmin. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> huge eyes. It, it looks like Yasmin walking across the lake, and she's just kind of emanating a green light. She's but, like in the punk rock style with yeah. like the space bun. She's got like a short skirt. Space buns, huge eyes. I think on podcasts we're fine. Bratz has been officially discontinued, but you can never I be too safe. I think they are. I think they're still around. Canonically? I mean, you were canonically in real life, I think so. <laughs> yeah, you were the one that was Googling Bratz dolls, so Prove you should it. be able to tell me. I was going to ask which of the uh, which of the hex girls she looks like, but I guess we're sticking with the oh Bratz girl motif. You can't do make her a hex girl or else Chris will join her. <laughs> I was gonna say I might I might have her just destroy you immediately if you make her a hex girl because I want them to win. Oh yeah, I would 
I surrender. <laughs> take me, <laughs> take me. Take me. I'm yours. Uh, you don't know. Uh, go watch Scooby Doo and which one is it again? Is it the one the where they're in Scooby Doo like, and the Witch's Ghost? Is it yeah. the cat? The, the, the cat they were island? In Australia. Zombie, Zombie Island. island. Yeah. Oh my that's the one, no, that's that's the the one Jordan's ghost. talking about. That one's got... That one's a good one, too. Zombies on an island? For yeah. the record, you can still buy Brett's dolls. Canonically in real life. Hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's got to run to Target real Shouldn't fast. take my money. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. It's like this big okay. moment. So, the drum beats have stopped. All the lizard folk are kind of like silent and kind of cowering almost. As this being is coming across the water. Is she walking on the water? She's kind of floating. Like ethereal? Yeah. Nice. You guys want to do anything? I thought you were you just gonna? Are you just going to wait until she makes it to the island? I think we need our weapon. Have the, have the lizard people like gone to greet her? Or are they still sticking around the cage? No, they're sticking around the cage. Because you can tell that they're scared of her. They're not excited oh. that she's there. They're nervous that... She's come back. I feel like we need to wait till slip the keys to Fusion Head and oh, Bogclaw. Yeah, no, I want to keep the keys. What's he his has name? To go Bogrelius. Bogclaw. I don't remember what I said his full name was. Bogdarius, I Just think. Bogdarius. Bogdarius. Because otherwise, you're gonna have to unlock the front, and it's a whole thing. That's fine. He's got little hands. That's yeah, fine. I assume that the lock is higher than you. You guys better watch what you're saying about my. <laughs> My like my boy Chris with us, yeah. Okay. Just, he's gonna do. He's gonna be the distraction, doing all the stuff with the competition, and then we can get out. Like he's. Okay. I don't think he's gonna okay, ever we, come over to we'll the cage. Yeah. So he was basically told by the other lizard folk that they didn't want him by the cage. They wanted him to be their representative. I mean, here's the thing: as we have other people-sized people, right, uh, gentlemen. I I propose that we wait for the first opportunity to sneak away, and once we have an opening, we go retrieve our uh, personal items. Yeah, I'm, I don't know why you guys don't think I can unlock the cave from... I'm not that short. It's Am just I? a regular-sized door. Yeah, I can open the regular-sized door. Yeah. Okay. You sure can, buddy. Chris, with me, I trust you. I think you can. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so you guys are just waiting? Yeah. Alistair is suspicious. Okay. So this being makes it to the island and she uh, kind of floats through the crowds of of lizard folk and up to the stage where the drums are and the lizards that were drumming jump off the stage and like kind of scamper off into the crowd. And she lands on the stage and calls out in draconic saying, Lizard folk of the Morvir swamps, I have come back and the contest is over. And she turns to uh, Bogclaw and the rest of the Muckmarsh and says, I wish for the Muckmarsh to present their offering. And Bogclaw steps forward and says, We have captured ten humans, four of whom are very powerful, powerful, uh, and even, and yeah. one one dragon creature and uh, twelve heads of livestock and she turns to the I, I clap 
<laughs> Let's go, Bakla. And oh, all right, yeah. She <laughs> rep the boy, dude. <laughs> she turns to the Rootwater tribe and a says, "Ask the same of them." The Rootwater tribe steps forward and and then announces that they have secured uh, nine humans and six livestock. And then she turns to the boo. dusk dusk, says, boo. <laughs> and uh, the dusk dusk say that they have. Uh, found eight humans and a dozen livestock, and yes. so <laughs> I'm a, is she speaking? She's speaking in draconic. She's speaking in draconic. She's otherwise known. She, I mean, what, she's what she's maybe like thirty feet away from you guys. So, what was the consequence for those that lost, or was there only a reward? So it's it's essentially the the terms of the contest is she's going to reign over these peoples, but she's going to establish a someone to if it, when she's not there and all that kind of stuff she just wants them to be subjected to her power basically we got our boy she's she's letting them be the the patsy basically right and so she she claps her hands together and she says thank you all for participating in my contest the muckmarsh have won uh Woo. will your champion please step forward and they all start hissing loudly Bogclaw's name, and he steps forward I and <laughs> Bogclaw <laughs> in common. And yeah. uh, uh, do you in common? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so she turns to your cage, oh, and her eyes narrow, and she is now suspicious of your cage. I uh. I see her like look at me, and I'm like, "Oh, oops!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, oops! <laughs> she like diminish. You know, like Ugh. she turns back to Bogclaw and stretches her hands out and says, "I am happy to see that you had a change of heart, Bogclaw, and I hope that this feast we are about to enjoy all together." will be a fine tribute to you and your new reign in your father's stead. And she gestures towards the skull. Oh, she's such a that jerk bitch. about it. <laughs> and uh, Bogclaw kind of lowers his head and the rest of the Muckmarsh do as well as a sign of kind of respect. Uh, and she claps her hands together and says, let the slaughter commence. And the lizard folk turn towards the cage and start uh, walking your way. Oh, boss. Do we have the only set of keys? Yes. They, they can't get in the cage if they don't have the keys. <laughs> yeah, but we can't let the people out. We need a distraction. That's true. Maybe somebody could you distract them with something? Does anyone have anything that could... Um, but we also want to not alert the witch. I have nothing. I don't know. You yeah, mute magic users. Uh, I turned to to Alistair and <laughs> and Esme. Do you guys know any spells that can like cause a distraction? Prestidigitation, start a fire. No. <laughs> Anywhere. I don't. Um, I have a throw un- your voice maybe. I have an unsavory method of starting a fire. I'd prefer not to exercise that right unless necessary. Is there any kind of like objects in between the cage and like where they're approaching? 
Uh, yeah, I will say there's like some tents and barrels and like boxes and stuff like like there's just campsite type stuff. Okay, I'm just gonna cause or cast gust and just it will uh, anything that doesn't weigh more than five pounds will be pushed ten feet away. Okay, so as you do this, the creature up on the stage screams and says. Kill them quickly! They're trying to use magic! And okay, I unlock the cage and then I unlock the cage and tell everyone to run. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> uh, there's just no way around it sometimes if yeah. you're not smart enough. That's just what it is. Uh, no, nat 20. I did get a nat 20. Oh, nice. Did you? Yeah. You can't keep the kid down. Alright, and then what did everyone else get? I got a 13 on my initiative roll. Okay. Sadie? Yes. 16. Skylar? No, not 20. Oh, you got a 20, but not natural. Yes. Oh, okay. This is going to go so well. I mean, we got Swamp Bog. Swamp Bog. 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 Bog Claw. Bog Claw. Bog Claw. Grip it and rip it. I did get a 13. And, oh, I already got Skylar on there. He got a 20. Okay. Okay. So for the sake of initiative not being absolutely insane, I'm going to treat all of the lizard folk minus Bogclaw as one unit. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, so Jordan will be first, then Skylar, then the uh, creature, then Sadie, then Bogclaw, then John, and then the lizards. Okay? So Jordan, you are up first. You've unlocked the gate. I'll and give I, you that because you said that before I made you roll initiative. So you, you've unlocked the gate and opened the door. And I told everyone to run. Right. Okay. Like, so all of the people begin piling out. And we'll just say that's all kind of like free action happening as initiative starting. Utter chaos. They are taking hits for me. Just kidding. You don't have to hurt anybody. <laughs> um, I want to run like run to my stuff. Okay. And I have, I'm a halfling so I can run through creatures bigger than me. Right, so we're gonna we're gonna say you're able to like bob and weave through this crowd super successfully. It's not a hindrance to you at all. Um, and I will get cow stuff too, I guess. Or whoever Can you carry there. it off? I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't think that they made you take your armor and stuff off. It was probably just your weapons. So I can grab your hammer and your shield, probably. Yeah. yeah. Javelins. Or jabs. Did, did you guys bring? What? You got your stuff. You just collapsed. My sword's on Bogclaw's back, so I'll just run out and just draw it from. Cool. Back. So I'm gonna oh, go cool. and then come back. Wait. Okay. I think I said it was about 15 to 20 feet or something like that. So we'll you say that say 15. that that's your turn. Is the whole turn down and back? That's your movement. Yep. Can, is he able to but give me my still, stuff in the turn? I can still do an action, like bonus action. Give it to him. Action attack. Uh, I'll say you can do one of those two things. I'll be generous. I guess I'll give it to Cal, so he <laughs> can do something on his turn. Much obliged. Okay, and uh, then, yeah. Okay, I guess how I can't do How far away is the... Well, yeah, so two questions. How far away is the pike skull thing from... That's right next to the stage, so it's about 30 feet. Perfect. How far away is she? About 30 feet, because she's on the stage. You're talking about Yasmin? Yeah, Yasmin the Bratstall. It's a swamp witch, I think. <laughs> oh, sorry. My mistake. That's that's his accent. <laughs> oh yeah. Mom, if you're listening, that was that was not a swear word. 
Nope, not at all. That's, um, that's her legal. That was also name. the one who made fun of Sadie. Is that the end of your turn, then, Chris? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm that's done. the end of Chris's turn. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to cast catapult on the skull and launch it at Ooh. the witch. Okay, let's go. So. Desecrating a corpse. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Our does friend's a, dad's head. A Fourteen hit. A fourteen does not hit. No! Oh, oh my. Okay. So the skull lift levitates off this pike. Oh, oh I can't. Is it yeah. after I vote, though? For inspiration? Uh, this is cool. We'll let you do it. Okay, cool. 18? Let's go. 22. Let's okay. go. 22 does hit. She's going to take 3d8. Oh, no. She has to save. What oh, does yeah. she roll I to don't save? Even, I don't even roll to hit. She rolls to save. Oh. Yeah, I don't roll it's a hit. DC 14? It's, no, it's 12. So he can keep his inspiration then, right? Yes. You did it wrong. Keep your inspiration. She, what does she roll? She has to Like dexterity? Yes, dexterity. Okay. She does not. Let's go. Same. I mean, to be fair, how do you prepare for a lizard skull to suddenly launch To to fly from the opposite side of where you're expecting (laughs) the fight to come? velocity. (laughs) Then take 12 points of damage. 12. Okay. Frick, yeah. She dead? No. Rats! Rats! I don't don't know if you uh, surmise this, but this is kind of like big boss territory. Oh, is it? So I don't think 12 points of damage is quite going to do it. I mean, that's how many I got. That's not. Don't give that away. But you're not the big boss. As a bonus action, I'm going to use my uh, tempestuous magic, which... The wind is gonna swirl around me, and it's gonna carry me ten feet away from the group, so I'm out of range of them, but still in sight of. So, like, kind of off to the side, to like the left or yeah. something. I'm so sorry, Sadie. Yeah. He's and gonna list to the left. If I leave their range, their melee range, they do not get an attack opportunity. Oh, with your tempestuous wind. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Now will be my turn. All right. So next up is the creature on the stage. And she is going Yasmin. to no. <laughs> Yasmin the Bradstall. Effigy on the ground, but it's glowing still. Yeah, this one's Chloe. This that one's Chloe. <laughs> it, it Chloe is still glowing. This one is definitely Jade. <laughs> Oddly enough, her face is changing between all of the Bradstalls, so she never looks like one for very long. They all look the same with just <laughs> different hair. You clearly did not play with Bradstalls growing up. So she is going to cast a spell. Uh, and I need all of you to make a DC 20 intelligence check. It's a DC 20? Oh, no. I, Chris is so dumb. <laughs> I have, so I have, it's called Illusory Appearance. I don't... I've got a 15. So, Sadie, you're rolling your D20 and then add your intelligence inspiration. modifier? You're using your inspiration? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think I'll need it. What is it? Intelligence? Intelligence. Okay. Well, first roll was 20 no nat. Second roll was a nat one. So. Sadie got a 12. 12? I got a 15. Okay. So, because Alistair is uh, somewhat versed in the magic arts, you can kind of tell this spell that she's casting is a, an illusory spell where she's basically turning herself into a lizard folk. And she's going to hop off the stage and run into the crowd to try and disappear into the crowd. Okay. The swamp bug? 
seer and like does he track it? Uh no. Did I call him Swamp Bug? <laughs> you did. <laughs> What's his name again? That's so Wait, this is this is me. the witch? The witch. The witch so the witch is trying to run. Bog claw. Yeah. Okay. Or just get closer to you guys. But I see which one she is. Yes. So because you rolled a twenty and that beats the check or meets the check at least, you're we'll say that you are able to like because you know how that magic should work and kind of thing, you can kind of tell which of these lizard creatures is her. Can I shout that out to them? Yeah. Yeah. She turned into a lizard. She's right there. (laughs) I'm pointing at her, whichever one she's at. So she has cast this spell on herself and jumped down into the crowd. Alistair, you pointed out which one she is and yelled that she's turned herself into a lizard folk, which causes confusion amongst the lizard folk and Bogclaw. And that's where we're going to end. No! no. She turned herself into a newt. <laughs> she didn't get better yet. <laughs> oh my gosh, gosh. Darn this. We just so, really started getting into it. Yeah, tune in next week to the thrilling conclusion of the fight. Of the Brat series. The of <laughs> to see if Yasmin the Brat is able to defeat. You think oh, it's going to take up an entire session to kill her? How, I mean, how bad are we? Tune in next time to Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it's kind of Dragon Ball Z-esque where like the big bad does something really cool and then it's like, will Goku survive? (laughs) Will Goku survive? Will Gohan be able to do his taxes? Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Bad Venture Club. Special thanks go out to Eric Lowe for our theme song. You can find him on Instagram and Spotify or through our link tree. Another huge thanks to Jordan Stewart for our art design. You can find him at jstewillustration.com on Instagram or again through our link tree. Make sure to check out Cade's other podcast, No Bummers, wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as Skylar's other podcast, Culture Couch. Cade Larson is our DM and editor. Sadie Melton plays Esmerod. Jordan Stewart plays Christoph Bronzefoot. John Lewis plays Cal Riggerhane. And Skylar Goforth plays Alistair Highwind. Join us back here in two weeks for the next exciting installment. And until then... Stay frosty, get paid.